People visit throughout the year to see various shows in each of the Milwaukee domes. But how do these shows come to be? And how are these plants maintained when they're not even on display? Lake Effect's Joy Powers headed to the domes to learn more with two of the experts, Horticulture Supervisor Amy Thurner and Doris Maki, the Horticultural Services Director. We'll hear from her first. We have six growing greenhouses in six, six horticulturists. So we share their horticultural staff between the conservatory and the greenhouses. They manage and operate all the permanent collections in the conservatory, the rotating exhibits, and all the crop management and growing. Welcome to our growing greenhouses. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. The space you're in right now we call the head house because it's the house that's in front of all the other ones. It's where we do most of the, the dirty work. We're going to do all the, the potting and the cutting back and all the major horticultural work. And then everything goes into each individual house. and. They're all set at different temperatures and have different growing requirements. So you have the plants have options for what they need. We divide everything by shows or its location of where it's going to go, like either in the show dome or over at Burner Botanical Gardens. Yeah, we do a lot for them too. So, which one of these are we going to go into first? We're going to go in greenhouse one. Greenhouse one. Well, that makes sense. Okay. Start with one. Do you recognize these plants? I don't know if I do. Poinsettias. Uh, yes, we start growing poinsettias here the, right around the 4th of July. Christmas in July for us. <laughs> There's maybe six different varieties in here. The colors range from white to pink to red. They vary in size and their uh, growing habit. Most of the pot mums, or chrysanthemums, excuse me, get pinched. And then there's a section in the back that do not get pinched and they grow straight up. So they get very tall. To grow those, we just snip off all the side buds so and all the energy is going into that one main stalk. Those are pretty special and unique. They don't sell those at florist. I was about to say, where yeah. do these normally go? Yep, uh, they all go uh, in the show dome. This is a huge <laughs> room of them. It's are all of these going to go in there? Yeah. It, it's funny looking at them in this space because mm -hmm. I've seen them in the show domes, sure. but looking at them in this space, it just seems like a vast it sea is, of them. It is a vast sea of them. So this is probably two installments. So some of the varieties color up sooner than others. So then we have a, a replacement. So think of each show almost like two shows. You know, we get a lot of visitors here in Christmas. so. It's common that they might get broken and we have to replace them. So that's why we have two installments. So yeah, above our heads we have shade cloth and we have also a blackout cloth. Right. And the blackout cloth we use mostly on the chrysanthemum crop to uh, trigger their flowering in time for the show because naturally they wouldn't flower as soon as we make them flower. So it's a little trick and uh, we have exhaust fans in the back and then in the middle there's two little ones that hang and that all helps suck the air across the house for good air circulation. On this side we have what we call swamp coolers or cooling pads. It's basically greenhouse air conditioning. So there's a vent behind those that open 
cool water trickles down and then we're sucking that across to help these greenhouses not overheat. <laughs> you, can, you can come closer here and you can hear the water which is operating as a cooling system for the greenhouse. These are fascinating. Just noticing all these tubes and how these are going to go inside the pods. This is our irrigation system. And you can see the in the poinsettias and how they're all tubed. Oh yeah. So we can program the watering schedule. So there isn't somebody, you know, walking through here with a little pot. It's a combination and some of that is done, but primarily we let the house do the job. So we have the control system in here, it's called Argus. And Argus is like the main brain for all the growing greenhouses and controls all the greenhouse systems everything from both types of shade to the irrigation to floor heat. So yes, the floors can be heated <laughs> so we get a little bit more warmth. Sure. Um, in theory, the Argus is supposed to take the place of a person physically opening the vents and physically pulling the shade and obviously the watering but can't always be done automatically but for the most part we, we aim to do it that way just because it's uh, more consistent and easy. And we have fertilizer. So we have all these tricks. <laughs> I'm sure with like uh, a group like this, uh -huh. it's nice to have kind of the watering system because you can kind of set it, yep. forget it, maybe check on the plants just to make sure there's mm -hmm. an, a couple that are suffering. But with some of your other more uh, less common, rarer plants, yes, yeah. you're probably doing more of the kind right. of hands-on. That's exactly pretty much how it works. Control panel outside of each house, yeah. um, which is the brain of the house. It will just give you like a little peek here. Oh, yeah. All the controls. Oh, God. Do you guys do this? So, this is if we want to um, tell Argus to take a break and now we want to take control and manually operate things. That's what the little dials are for. So, we may step in there and oof, let's close the roof. It's raining and the weather sensor above didn't sense the storm coming in fast enough and we can do those types of things but it's rare we pretty much let Argus roll it's like the weather report yeah usually it's pretty close uh -huh. but then sometimes you're like it's not raining that's not accurate yeah yeah let's see so there's six growing greenhouses and one through five are the same six is a little smaller but okay so what you saw in greenhouse one is the holiday show crop. Okay. In this houses, this might be fall show. Mm -hmm. So basically the work that is being done here is two exhibits ahead. Right now, if you visit us in the conservatory and the show dome, you'll see the summer show. So we have a few plants here that could be our replacements. The summer show is a 13-week show, so we definitely have to replace plants. But then we're also growing for the fall and the holidays, so we're all two shows ahead already. So what we're looking at kind of through the door here, this is going to be probably fall. fall show. Yeah. Soon, we'll actually be starting spring. Like, we're always on this roll. <laughs> it never ends. <laughs> so, yeah, this is mostly poinsettias or, no, actually chrysanthemums. And then various annuals. No flowers yet, but soon. 
Now these domes all seem pretty humid. Of course, it is incredibly humid outside. Well, and we have this moving the cool air across. But I'm thinking that every plant wants humidity. Do you have yeah. greenhouses where you try to keep it more not arid like the here. desert? Uh, not in the greenhouse facility side of the operation, but over on the dome side, we have a very small little room for the orchid collection in that we have a very strong mist system in there and they orchids love to be misted. So <laughs> over where we have this little orchid collection, there's a very small area where we're growing on future um, collections for the desert dome. Yeah, like cacti and things. Okay. So transition dome, we call it. So. <laughs> These plants do take, of course, a while, as you said, mm -hmm. you're starting some of their spring stuff already. Yeah, soon, yeah. But as I, I grow a lot of cactuses at home, oh, sure. as I think about it, I go, mm -hmm. oh, they take a long yes, time to yes. grow. <laughs> it's common that plants are in there. We were just talking about this few hours ago we had a meet, meeting about the desert dome and there's things in there that are uh, euphorbia right now is a big as big as you and I and it's in a pot and we're going okay we think you're we're ready to put you in now there's not many that big but it takes a while so we have to have a designated space to get everything big enough otherwise the plants go in they're like so small people can't even see them so right so yeah. it takes time but without the trans house the dome side would be a lot harder to maintain that collection. That's where we have the, also the tropical dome. It's got some space designated in there. So, yeah. Um, holiday show violas. So these will be, I mean, these will be full plants by Christmas. Yes. It's interesting comparing these just because we, of course, we're in one of the greenhouses yep. full of holiday plants, yeah. mm -hmm. but those must take a much longer yep. time to grow. And yet these little guys are like, oh, Dave the Dead, we'll be good by then. Yeah. There's another, we call it the flex house. One more space for growing outside. Okay. This is all the complex. It's, it's a really big complex. Huge, I yeah. think one of the things people would be surprised by is just like. How big it is? Yeah. 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 Just how many plants there are back here and like. Yeah. It's a big operation. It's an intense amount of space and an intense amount of plants. And only two people working back two here. Two greenhouse growers. Only two greenhouse yes. growers? Yes. Oh my god. You could have ten. Yeah. <laughs> Doris Maki is the Horticultural Services Director and Amy Thurner is the Horticulture Supervisor at the Mitchell Park Domes. They both join Lake Effects Joy Powers. <laughs> 